Okay, so we are back with a ne- another episode of Diary of the Heart, Memoir of the Soul. And hey, here's the thing. I literally tried to take one day off. It ended up being two days off. And then I recorded for about 40 minutes. And I looked at the recording to upload and it was one minute long i was livid like it was just a day from hell anyway one of those days where just everything was was going wrong and so um initially i wanted to start out the part with just um telling you guys like when you have something that you are doing consistently like don't take any days off until you hit the goal and so for me the goal is a thousand episodes and so the only way to get there faster is to do this every day you know what I mean and it it, to do it for a thousand days which ultimately ends up being about three years but I can probably do two a days sometimes some days I know I can do two a days um and not saying that I'm trying to rush the process of this, um, but I am, um, I am understanding things about myself through this whole process. Um, one, I want to keep the original intent, which is for me to just daily, just to have a daily audio journal to be able to to move through my day, to be very intentional with some things. And at the end of the day, be able to um, recall and regurgitate some things that happened for me and happened with me. And um, it causes me to to pay more attention to my life, too. So not just walk by, to not just walk through, you know what I mean? So things like that, it's allowing me to, um, it's, a, it's just allowing me some adjustments in my life to be more aware and more intentional and so I challenge you guys to even if you like I know small plug like join the wealth society our morning calls are freaking amazing every single day we wake up and we um push and promote and teach you um to expand your capacity emotionally mentally and um spiritually and so, um, and we do those things to produce a physical and financial output. And so I think in moving forward, like, um, it the daily practice has pushed me along with doing this podcast, like along with showing up because when you show up for somebody else, it holds you accountable. And so I think for me, I was having a hard time with journaling. I was having a hard time with writing my book. I was having a hard time with showing up for God and showing up for myself and developing um, some form of discipline and daily practice. And so with doing these two things, um, they have helped me in a tremendous way over these past three weeks. Um, And so I just challenge you guys to be very consistent in something, to do something daily. I mean, there are things that we do daily, but we do them without any recognition or we don't pay any attention to them. So there's no intention because we just go about it because we just know it's the thing that we should be doing. Whether it be something simple as brushing our teeth or taking a shower, um, 
we eat um what else do we do daily we sleep and so the moment that we don't the night that we don't get a good night's rest or we get any sleep um it reflects and it shows up in certain in in most of the time in every area of your life it shows up and so um I'm just saying it to say like these daily calls have not only been helping me and recording um, every day has not only been helping me, but when I don't do them, I feel like my day is off. And I think um, this culture has gotten so used to being lazy or to put things to the side or to not really have to do a thing. So in turn, what we do is we don't do it like and we feel like we can do everything that we feel like doing and we don't have to do nothing that we don't feel like doing. And so I think um, in knowing those things, like we have to learn that um, it's discipline is important and so is consistency. And so um, I want to, you know, I want to be set out to help people do the do the things that they want to commit themselves to because they know they'll produce um some form of output that could benefit you whether in and in my opinion like both physical and financial like those are two spaces that we will have direct outputs based off the things that we input and so um i did have some questions not some questions but some things that came up for me over the past couple days um, were the first thing that I wanted kind of wanted to bring up was just like some boundaries and in knowing that, I mean, when it comes to boundaries, like I think a lot of times we put boundaries in place because we want to keep people out, but ultimately we're not allowing access in as well. And so, or we're not allowing, um, it's a two way street, right? So the same reason why you put a wall up to keep people out. Um, yeah, you're definitely going to keep people out, but you also don't have room to grow and to move outward. Whereas though, um, those things happen, like growing, um, happens through co-creation. Like it doesn't happen with you just trying to do things by yourself. And so not only do I, um, not only would I recommend that you subscribe to the wealth society, but also just find something that you can do daily find the one thing that you can do every single day um to move the needle in your life because i'm pretty sure that every single aspect of your life right now is not peachy cane every single aspect of your life is not just um amazing bliss we can all make adjustments and we can all make things better in our life because a lot of times like even with like thinking about celebrities right like celebrities that have committed um i'm sorry celebrities that have died by suicide and when we we feel like well these these people had everything these people had access to whatever they wanted um and when i think of celebrities that die by suicide like my favorite celebrity who i feel like was gone too soon and we lost very early um was robin williams um because in one of my favorite movies which is mrs doubtfire like um i could see his genius i could see um i could see his spirit in the character um it just spilled out onto film 
And so for somebody who has such a beautiful spirit, um, it always rocks my boat. Like, I, I, I promise you, like, I, it always rocks my boat that he was one that, um, that chose to end his life early um, because of some things that, um, that, because, you know, we, I think that when we feel like our, okay, our problems are our problems, right? And we feel like our problems are the worst problems on earth. And there are some people that you would change your problems with. Like, I know we say that I would never change. I wouldn't. I don't want to be anybody else. I don't want nobody else's problems. I don't want like we all say that. Right. Like there's been plenty of times where I've said it myself. But there are some people's problems that you would rather have than your own. And I'm saying when I say somebody else's problems, like, I mean, like, I don't know which car to drive today because I just have so many or I don't know where on earth I want to spend my birthday because there's so many choices amongst the earth. Um, I don't I don't want to I don't think I want to fly private anymore because I feel every I feel the turbulence. I'd rather fly first class. Like, I mean, these are these are great problems to have. Like, wouldn't you say? And so I feel like um, we say things like, I don't want to exchange lives with anybody because of pride. But there are, like I said, there are some people's problems that you would rather have than your own. And so I don't even know how we got there. I don't even know how to draw it back. Because I don't even know how we got there. But yeah, so... um. Yeah, problems. Oh, so basically, like a lot, like I said, like, so when it comes to like these mental health issues or when it comes to people who are struggling um, mentally and in their emotions, um, you really never know how problems can consume a person. And you really just never know. So feel free to join the Wealth Society. <laughs> We doing a lot of good things over there. Um, I appreciate um, the people in the group and the people in the society because um, like I tell them often is not only do they show up for themselves, but they show up for each other and they show up for all of us. And I just really just appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Um, let's let me you know what? Let me get into like. Because I not answered these questions, but these questions came up for me because um, these questions came up for me, like, honestly, like three days ago, like a lot of these questions had come up for me. And like I said, I took I was like, you know, I, I was just extremely exhausted. I took one day off. And when I took the one day off, um. It turned into two days and then by the third day I recorded and um I wasn't recording and so I I really just you know time got away from me and I couldn't make that that up or make up the three days and so um there'll come a time where I can definitely um I can make up those days so I would be ultimately making up like two or three days like I can do that. Um, but don't let thing don't let things get out of hand 
during your consistency. So don't allow things to potentially don't allow yourself to not meet the mark because you let one day turn into five or you let one day turn into a month like don't and that goes to not even just with showing discipline and consistency but in your workouts like I know for me I'd be like every day I'm gonna do three miles and I don't even wake up and do one and so um what I showed myself during this process of recording a part was basically um show up period and so when I say show up period is just like even if I'm not going to record for a half an hour like even if you just record for 10 minutes um even if you can't sit in a gym for an hour or two hours like even if you just can do some jogging or get on the treadmill or even if you could just sweat like do something to not break up the cons- you being consistent and that is the challenge like i said because one day turned into two days and it turned into not recording <laughs> so i just had like three things and i don't know if well yeah whatever and so like the first thing was like oh this goes back to like problems <laughs> it's crazy this came up again um but why do we feel like we can handle a situation better than your friend is handling it and so like I think a lot of times like we um we sit on the outside of a situation and when we sit on the outside of a situation we think we have all the information and so we operate as if we know that we would handle this situation a lot better than the person who is handling the situation and so I'm saying it to say like, okay, so I had a friend of a friend. And so we were, and more specifically, I'm referring to disrespect. So my friend's cousin is, um, is going through a breakup and the guy is being very disrespectful. He is, um, withholding things that were gained in the relationship that don't belong to him anymore um just some things like that right so my friend is saying like oh this should be this and she should do this and she should do that and ultimately it's like well you have experienced a level of disrespect and you didn't operate like that right and so I pride myself on being the person that I am behind closed doors I be that person publicly and I be that person when I am expressing my feelings about a thing so that everything that I'm saying is from experience and so I'm gonna say that to say like how I show up in my relationships and how I talk about how I show up or if I'm saying like oh yeah I don't put up with that it's not because like it's a it's a talk I'm not gonna say like Oh, yeah, you shouldn't put up with this. But then behind closed doors, I put up with it. Like, I think that's it's bizarre. Like, it's it's bizarre to think to like, how do you even think that you can give somebody advice that you don't necessarily take yourself? And then you think your situation is is ultimately different. And 
disrespect is disrespect whether you take it in year one or whether you take it in year seven disrespect is disrespect like whether you take it um in rejection or whether you take it in um physical abuse <laughs> like it is it is ultimately is disrespect and so how do we sit and we talk about how certain forms of disrespect that we are not going to take why do we not ultimately just not take disrespect like that's a question like ultimately why do we just not put up with disrespect because we ultimately are showing people like how to treat us like oh all right cool like this person allowed this they allowed this they they know this they know this and so well they want <laughs> it's a pushover they want to i can do this i'm gonna push let me push the envelope a little more or well, they're not gonna say nothing if i you know and so i think once we really put the put our foot down and saying like i'm just not allowing with disrespect period um oh my god like relationships will be a lot better because then the women who put up with the disrespect the the men think they gonna come around and and try push the push the envelope a little bit and it don't work like that especially for me like i'm just not dealing with it so that was like my first it was good like that was like the first thing that kind of came up for me that i kind of want to talk about the second thing was what's the line you cross between comedian and clown and so <laughs> and so i say that to say like um how, i don't even remember like why this question came up for me and it might have just been something i've been sitting with for a while and so like the thin line bef- between like a performance and like all right now this is just some clown behavior like you know what i mean and so um when does it present itself to be like oh i'm just being funny or oh now i'm being a clown and not (laughs) yes a clown in the sense of a red nose but also a clown and just like behavior like corny behaviors and so um it's a thin line It's, it's ultimately a very thin line and so i think um I think, or even with, like, even with people on social media, right? It's like, all right, I get that you want to sell. And I get that you want people to think a certain thing about you. But ultimately, you look like a clown. Like, you, all this pointing and singing and dancing on social media at 50 years old sometimes can come off like this is clown behavior like you'll do anything like you're just a character and so when does it become in my opinion it's just like well when does it become um when like what's the thin line like that's the question that i i'm i've been kind of thinking about it's like what's the thin line so i don't know y'all can respond in the in the in the reviews or you guys can respond in the uh on the website however you see fit but yeah they were just some questions that kind of came up for me 
And the last one that I actually had was, um, when do you go by someone's actions as opposed to what they say when they differ or contradict? And so, I asked this question, like, when do you go by somebody's actions as opposed to what they say? Like, when do you be like, well, actions speak louder than words, right? So, hear me out. I'm going to give you two instances. I'm going to give you two scenarios. You in a relate you 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 meet you meet a guy, right? You're a girl, I mean you're a woman. You meet a guy and um he's telling you that he doesn't want to be in a relationship. Like I don't want to be in a relationship and I'm just not ready to be in a relationship right now. But he's doing everything that looks like relationship type stuff like he's helping you build your business he's showing up for you emotionally he you guys are spending time with each other at least like five four or five days a week um when he picks up gifts for his child he picks up gifts for your child um you guys communicate pretty much all day every day you guys go out on dates you guys go out of town together so I'm literally saying like this has definitely been a scenario of mine and so he was very uh adamant about not wanting a relationship but as soon as he heard about me engaging with someone else he had a problem with it and ultimately like he went out on dates with other women um i'm not sure if he engaged um in sex with these women but i know that he went out on at least like one or two dates in the time that we were um talking but he was very adamant about not wanting a relationship and so am i wrong for not pushing pushing for being in a relationship and setting up certain restrictions or because I ultimately was just like oh, okay well you ex- you have expressed that you don't want to be in a relationship and so I engage in other relationships and so I think um what happens is um we ultimately like how do we like my question is like what do we pay attention to because even there has been an instance where um, I was in a situation with someone and he was very um, expressive of things that physically like of what he didn't want. And like, I don't want this and I don't want that and I don't want that. But the conversation was more so of what he did want. So um, you'll say... Um, let's see what can I say what can I say you'll say like oh I want to be in a relationship and I want to build a family with you and I want to um, I want to grow in business together and I think you know we could do this and our ideas could go like this and things like that and of that nature and when we when we say that but then you're not doing anything like it's no way that you can tell me that you want to be in a relationship with me, but you're not doing anything to pursue a relationship. And so I've been in that instance too. So it's, it goes to me. It's like, when do you 
when do you go by the action as opposed to going by the what the person is saying and because i think ultimately we go by we hear and see what we want to hear and see and so in instances of the we always tend to follow whatever the positive might actually be and or what actually lines up with how we feel and so i have noticed that if if it was a moment where i wanted a relationship I will ultimately, um, okay, well, hey, he wants a relationship. I want a relationship. We're going to move in that direction. Um, whereas though, if he didn't want a relationship and I didn't want a relationship, we'll move in that direction too. And so, um, is there a certainty behind it? Like, is it a moment where, I mean, is there is there some form of consistency that should be across the board or do we just ultimately just pick and choose what we want to hear and what we want to pay attention to? So that was kind of like a question that kept coming up for me was like, do I go by what he says or do I go by what he does? Because he's saying he wants to be in a relationship, but he's not showing that he does. So what do I believe? And then I've also been in a situation where he's saying he don't want to be in a relationship and he's doing everything to be in a relationship. So I don't know. Sometimes I think like I want there to be absolutes, right? I was so good at math when I was younger. And that was because with all certainty, two plus two will equal four, right? And y'all can get into the quantum physics of a thing or y'all can get into like a like <laughs> calculate. I don't know. I don't know any other space where two plus two is not going to equal four. And you can make up all these other things that you want to like find. You want it? Go ahead. Take it. But ultimately, I want to know like, um, are there any absolutes in relationships? Like. And when I say absolutes, like we set up a standard or we set up a boundary and it works in our favor every single time. Because what I have noticed about boundaries was when we create, we create, we, we are creating boundaries based off of um, their, their merely trauma responses as opposed to initially setting up boundaries. We use, we're responding to certain things and to certain people in a certain way. And ultimately, they become um, trauma responses as opposed to um, coming with a clear mind and clear communication. So that's all I have to say about that, honestly. But stay consistent and stay diligent in whatever you are pursuing right now. This is not the time and this is not the season to stop. This is not the time and not the season to not pursue and to get better and to think and dream more because we are in this tech like technology and knowledge age and um people are and will be making money off of um knowledge and technology for a very long time and so um I know that we are in a recession 
and um we just have to it's not a time to really slow down it's really a time to go harder and so i'm challenging everybody to create something do something every single day find something that you can do every single day to move the needle and push you forward and so see y'all tomorrow love y'all MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.